Sometimes you just don't have the energy to prep for your game. That's why there's Weird Dungeon, W-Y-R-D, an OSR-style dungeon crawler from Happy Jack Games. That's J-A-K. Packed with these 36 pages are 11 D66 lists full of level names, factions, magic items, and more. Back Weird Dungeon on Kickstarter today at bit.ly backslash Weird Dungeon. That's W-Y-R-D Dungeon. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and today we have our returning guest here to ruffle our feathers a bit, Darcy Perry, the <laughs> creator of Duck Quest and the village of Omelette, not Hamlet, Omelette. Welcome. <laughs> ruffle my feathers. Oh my goodness, you've got the word play right from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, kia ora from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, it's Darcy Perry here. And yes, I'm Duck Quest guy. Or in this case, Advanced Duck Quest. But we oh, might get... Advanced Duck Quest. A, D and Q. <laughs> I'm throwing that in now so that later everyone's hanging on until we can find out what that means. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> and in the village of Omelette is an, an homage to the village of Homlet which you may recognize, uh, especially if you're an old school gamer, but even if you just collect old modules or if, you, or if you, you know, into the new, I mean, you're, you're wearing an old school essentials shirt. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the village of omelet. Cause a lot of us may have a copy of some sort of rendition of the village of Homlet. It was that came out with, did that come in originally in the box uh, or am I incorrect for that, for the old BX box? What did the Village of Homlet come out as? Was that an individual module for itself? Yeah, it was one. It was written for Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, but yes, there was the uh, Keep on the Borderlands. I believe it was looking to replace that. Now, yeah, this is where my history gets. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> And um, when we're talking about the egg, we're talking about, you know, the great egg of all, Gary Gygax. So it is around the same time. I mean, there were two very different adventures there. One was an adventure setting, which basically was all about the Caves of Chaos and, you know, the Borderlands. The other is really about a village. I mean, there's a nearby dungeon and it's a great little dungeon. A lot of people have used the moat house, it, not just as the, the here's a village and here's a nearby dungeon idea. But that moat house itself has been reinvented so many times, um, or people have just used it in their games. They just literally take that moat house and go, hey, this is what great in my game tonight. Uh, he, uh, Gary, uh, Mr. Gygax, used a an actual, was it Bodenberg? So he used an actual castle that had come from a game called Siege at Bodenberg. The game was based on, on a natural castle, even though the siege was something that was invented for wargamers to have fun moving miniatures around and rolling dice and attacking each other and, and winning or losing. And the uh, the scenario was one that winter's coming. It's not Game of Thrones, but winter's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and because winter's coming, uh, food stores are coming in and there's, there's a train of, uh, you know, 
baggage coming in with that, you know, so there's food coming into the castle and there's a siege and the knights are away at a tournament. <laughs> it's all very exciting. You can imagine just sitting around hearing the intro, but basically uh, it got down, it boiled down to a, a war game. Um, so he took that idea of the castle and went, hey, this, uh, this will make a great little dungeon. And he put a dungeon underneath it. Um, dungeon was new at the time. Remember, this is the 70s. This is when Janelle Jacques was bringing out Dungeoneer, which is, you know, that, that word she coined 47 years ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Imagine if she was collecting, you know, a quarter for every time someone used the word Dungeoneer. <laughs> completely <Pilot> different. <laughs> <laughs> be great, It'd be great. The the whole point of Homlet was Gary was going okay. Well, I, I don't know what was going through his mind, but he wanted something that would fit with his new game, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And when you read Homlet, it's very much old school Dungeons and Dragons. If you look at each entry, he, he's got a village, and a lot of it. It's sixteen pages, very small print. <laughs> <laughs> everything's packed into columns and there's what three illustrations so it's old school these descriptions you'll have a um, what do you call it like a uh, maybe it's a, a townhouse or a little village um, cottage and inside you'll have the inhabitants if they're there and they will be described with you know what armor they might be wearing what weapons might be available and then the treasure and where they've got it stashed. <laughs> and, and that's part of it. Part of it is that it's it's essentially that old idea of, well, if you wanted to go looting, <laughs> you know what you're up against. Um, but the other part, and this isn't information for the players to know, I mean, but there's enough there for the, the game master. There are no text boxes saying, okay, this is what you tell the players. So you look through the village and you also have this other wonderful element that's in there and which would have been a great part of the gaming experience. And that's that there are two religions play in the village and there are different factions or um, allegiances. And one of them is the old way of the Druids. And and that has it, there's this, a Druid grove and such. And then there's St. Cuthbert and the... Um, religions that are, you know, definitely more Christian sort of, I mean, Homlet is a quasi-medieval town. So you've got, <laughs> so you've got this play between, do they have some oak leaves and acorns sort of over the door lintel? You know, does it, <laughs> there are all these little things. And then you've got this faction thing that you can play in. And then you've got people who are actually connected to the bandits that are outside of town, you know, that are in the moat. And then, and then underneath that level, the bandits don't know it, but below them, there are actually some cultists from the nearby temple of elemental evil. And it doesn't open up to the temple yet. In fact, that didn't happen for uh, five, six, seven years later. So, <laughs> so it's got a thing where, oh, there's this huge adventure somewhere, which is way beyond the introductory level that Homlet is. Let you get any words in there, so. Uh, so I do have a question then. Uh, how how does so the village of Omelette, Aside from the title, what can we expect to be different about the village of Omelette as opposed to the village of 
Hamlet. It is for Duck Quest, but what what differs? What changes? I'm curious to know how how you approach some of that. As a wonderful beginning, Hamlet is great in a modern and role playing environment. Maybe Hamlet takes a bit more work for the game master. So I'm writing it in a sense of how modules are now, or how adventure zines are now, or you know the the whole. I suppose the crux of it is that you don't want your players just to walk in, steal everything in the room, <laughs> and leave. Or <laughs> well, maybe you're playing that sort of game. But Duck Quest uh, has a little more nuance, and we're definitely looking for fun. So if your fun is, hey, I just want to um, burn the village down, hey, cool. But that's one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one way to play any game, you know. I mean, we were talking about Traveller earlier before we came on here, and and I definitely, with a regular um, Traveller game with the gaming group I have, uh, there is an element of let's just blow it all up. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of times I brought up the Death Star, you know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's a, that's a last resort. And if you can have fun without necessarily, um, you know, a mass slaughter of villages going on, I think, you know, you're going to have a more, a longer campaign. And um, you can get more out of it. And I don't have, I have thought about what elements I can keep. I love the factions. I love the fact you can have um, people who have their own agendas and you can op- you can definitely have bandits just outside of town, etc., and have those connections between what's happening inside of town and having agents of some evil cult you know, that are just living next door. (laughs) I like that. I like that. But um, I've taken out, I've taken out the idea that, you know, every room has some, you know, gems and treasure and stuff. Dark Quest is very quirky. So treasure doesn't have to look the same. It doesn't have to act the same. Magical items don't have to be within certain power levels. I love the idea that, you know, when we read old books like uh, um, Elric, and there's the sword Stormbreak, you know, he's he's essentially, what is he? He's comp- completely overpowered, and yet um, he's like a GURPS character. He's got heaps of advantages, and he's got, he's way over on the disadvantages as well. But don't worry, he picks up this massive sword, and this sword just makes everything better or worse. That whole dichotomy and interplay between massive power and massive potential for everything going wrong and duck quest is all of that with some puns and wordplay thrown in it's it's a lot of fun because no one's taking it too seriously so i i've got a question then i i, I like i like things being a little lighthearted just across the board i, I prefer the lighthearted over the grim dark it's my style i have more fun that way we've got grim duck Grim Duck. <laughs> I like the Grim Duck. <laughs> so speaking of this, this I'm curious. Advanced Duck Quest. Well, could you explain? Uh, that you said that. <laughs> well, it couldn't be just any village of omelet. If it had Duck Quest up there, it has to have the word advanced. And there are things that have been because the original Duck Quest is a quack starter. It's essentially a small book. I think it's about 60 
pages or so, <laughs> 64 pages. A Quackstarter, because it was launched through a Kickstarter campaign. So the Quackstarter is a small sort of introduction to playing in the world of Aqualunia. And then there's the the element of, okay, let's make this easy to play, quick to learn, quick to play. Roll a D20 and just add some numbers and just see what happens. This other thing of like, wow, ah, it's got to be advanced. So what are the things that people have been asking me about and what can we put in? And there are many types of gamers and there are gamers that like more tables or more information. And there are things I wanted to put in the original Duck Quest and I just couldn't fit in. So one of the things that will be in there, there will be definitely a section and an appendix or appendix queue which will be on pole arms or foul arms. It will include at least a dozen or two dozen different types of pole arm because we know that pole arms are essential to any advanced game. Um, if you look back in history, you'll see once again, it's, it's really paying tribute to Gary Gygax and um, you know what he brought to the whole gaming fraternity and he gets knocked occasionally for his the way he speaks or the way he writes all of the stuff related to tsr and he was kicked out of his company and then he got back in it, into his company and tsr still exists in different in a different way <laughs> but but without getting into the modern hasbro wizards of the coast thing i managed to somehow with duck quest avoid the whole ogl 1.0 a and uh you know, it's it's my game, but we're going to have fun with it. And Advanced Dark Quest allows those suggestions from people and, and also things that I've been thinking, hey, wouldn't it be funny? And this is just it. It's got to be enjoyable. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a whole lot of pole arms? Wouldn't it be funny if we had uh, an alignment system that nobody obeyed? Can you look at the alignment system and tell me why everyone reads chaotic neutral oh could you real quick tell the listeners a little bit about uh the original duck quest book and then the the bot oh, i'm trying to remember the name it was the 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 previous adventure that had came out is was um the banshee yeah the banshee, the banshee. that's right the banshee of billford yeah. uh could that's you great. tell them a little bit about those and where they can pick those up and check those out and get and get started on Duck Quest. So the village of Omelette didn't come out of nowhere. Omelette came out of Duck Quest was uh, somewhat cracked or quacked through a um, quack starter or Kickstarter. Uh, so the idea was let's have a game that frankly is quite silly. And um, since then, Monty Python's come out with a game, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I could have just played that, but too late. The ducks are out. But find the coop. And then following Duck Quest, of course, there had to be an adventure. A man named Joseph Wolfe, who um, you might know, might not know, he's he's written a lot of stuff, for weird sort of uh, West stuff. And, and he's an author, and he's connected to Ralph Parther, actually, which is a miniatures company. So he's creating Dungeon Dwellers uh, sort of game, which is old school essentials-like. It's, it's one of the oh, yeah. dead type sort of games. And uh, there's this... Yeah, there's this sort of communication between him and I where he said, here's an adventure for Duck Quest. I just finished writing Duck Quest and I was practically burnt out. I was like, well, I've written the game. That's cool. People liked it. People <laughs> like the game. So if people like the game, then you've got to <laughs> produce more that they can play with. They can create their own stuff. That's fine. That's the whole point of Duck Quest. The whole point is that 
you like the idea and you get together with your group and you have fun. Um, it doesn't require a whole lot of rules. And and yeah, it's a lot of fun to write for and draw. I love drawing ducks now. Um, I've become <laughs> that duck guy. So <laughs> Omelette came out of that. Omelette came out of, well, what's next? Well, maybe let's do another one. So <laughs> let me ask one quick question because we're, gonna, we're yeah. about over time. I'm going to ask one more question. What's next for the future of Duck Quest after the village of Omelette? <laughs> Well, I'm not too worried about time because I know you can go magically through and edit out the boring stuff. Because, <laughs> or in our case, because it's been so exciting, you can just <laughs> do a longer session. You know, people are like, they'll listen another minute. <laughs> that works. <laughs> you know, we, we can go hard boiled. So, um, <laughs> so if we look at what's next after Omelette, well, Omelette's just started its campaign for funding it's a crowdfunding campaign so that's going to take a month uh, sometime around this time next month uh so after that advanced duck west has to be a thing expect a hardcover oh. uh, mini digest sized you know whatever that is a5 or or letter um half letter uh, uh, yeah so that, is that 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 is I always get it confused. Yeah, it is the, A5 the more, is the small, the, like, like, yeah, zine the more size, eight zine and a half size. by five, point, five yeah. and a half, eight and a half by five and a half. <laughs> but hardcover. Maybe it'll be yellow. Maybe it'll have an orange spine. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm not too sure if it'll have gold leaf or a special ribbon, but that's something for later in the year. I'm, I've been very fortunate that Exalted Funerals picked up Duck Quest and has picked up. They're actually putting those out into stores this year. Exalted Funerals is big on the scene for you know en engaging with the community. Uh, it's it's a humble feeling to be part of that, part of the team, I suppose, of uh, of writers and authors that are connected to you know Exalted Funeral. Have I mentioned Exalted Funeral enough? <laughs> well, I, I will fight, I will put, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak up here, pipe up real quick, and I'm going to put my vote in for Yoke Yellow Spine on the book. <laughs> yes, the Yoke Yellow. Yeah, not, not Duck Feet Orange. Not Duck yellow. Feet Orange, Yoke Yellow. <laughs> One interesting thing, and someone pointed it out to me, uh, as it was actually, it has a glowing spine. <laughs> I mean, like, whoa, that's, that's special. Um, but this isn't Morkborg, and it's not even Duckborg. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of fun with this campaign. It's just started. I'm drawing characters for people who have, who have backed as well, so there, there are different pledge levels. And I even have a divine duck level where you can be a deity. You can actually be a god in Aquilunia. Imagine the power. Imagine that. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. In your, in your own lunchtime, you are not only a legend, but a divinity. I appreciate that. I'd like to be a god. <laughs> well, we're about out of time. Could you tell the listeners where they can back and where they can find you online, where they can follow you and whatnot? I, uh, I mean, obviously, I have my miniatures business, Star Hat Miniatures, so you can go to starhatminiatures.com. If you're on Kickstarter or you just Google search for The Village of Omelette, 
you'll probably get a lot of recipes for omelets. <laughs> <laughs> if you put Duck Quest in there as well, you'll get the Kickstarter. Um, or just go to the Kickstarter. There are a lot of zines as part of Zine Month. Uh, no, it's actually Zine Quest 5. Zine Quest 5. So if you put the Village of Omelette, Zine Quest 5, that'll take you there as well. You know, just get hold of Loga. <laughs> And we, I'll try to put some links in the, in the show notes here so you can just follow those over there if you need to be. Pull it up and check it out. Uh, I want to thank you for coming back. Oh, it's been good getting a chance to catch back up with you. It's great to hear your voice too and, of course, um, see you. <laughs> and and I get to look at that Frazetta art on the wall. and, and <laughs> yeah, You're cozy. You've got a cozy little, you know, what was it, a man cave? It's my yeah, well we call it we, we refer to it as the game room. <laughs> yeah. The game room. This is it's where we fun. play our C and C sessions and whatnot and our other role playing yeah. games at the gaming table back there. It's it's actually just the basement. <laughs> yeah. And it is another world. Well, thank you for coming on again. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give us a positive review. Wherever you're listening, you can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Logar Hero Crom. We're on Patreon. You can use the support patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.